This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography and the photo education and coaching site, Tea with Janae. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. I'm so excited to chat with Rebecca Simon all about how to use TikTok for your business. Rebecca shares her journey from full-time corporate employee to small business owner and how she used the power of TikTok to gain clients and grow her team. Rebecca's TikToks have gone viral and she is here to help break down how to use TikTok in a way that's less intimidating and scary if you've never been on the app before. A little bit about Rebecca is that she is a virtual service provider coach and the founder of the Success Society, a corporation that has helped hundreds of women build, launch, and scale their online service-based businesses. She leads and teaches virtual assistants and online business managers through one-on-one and group coaching programs. I'm so excited she's here, and I know you're going to love today's episode. Also, before we start today's show, I wanted to ask you guys a quick question. Are you feeling stuck in your business and thinking about working with a coach? I'd love to help. Each month I offer one-on-one coaching sessions for wedding photographers to tackle whatever is overwhelming you, whether it's help with your website, your social media and marketing strategy, to the ins and outs of running your own small business. I can help you take the overwhelm out of your everyday and help you focus on your next steps to achieving your goals. If you're just starting out or a few years in and looking for a coach to help guide you in the right direction and help keep you accountable, let's chat. Visit www.twitchanae.com and click on the work with me button in the menu to find out more and schedule your discovery chat today. All right, you guys, let's get excited. Let's grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm so excited you guys are here. I have a wonderful guest on the line. Rebecca, can you say hi to everyone? Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to be here today. Thank you for being on the show. I'm so pumped to talk about TikTok. It is my favorite topic to talk about, so I'm pumped too. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to jump right in. But before we do, let's tell everybody a little bit about you, your company, and how you got started. Yeah, so I got started as a VA. Well, First, to backtrack, um, I came from the corporate world. So my background is in human resources, and I was climbing the corporate ladder um, in HR. I was working for big Fortune 500 companies, and um, I really actually enjoyed HR, and I still enjoy HR. But I always thought that I could never be a business owner because when you're in HR, you're always working for a company. So I always had this idea in the back of my head that I could never be an entrepreneur. I could never really start my own business because I'm in HR and I'm there to protect the company and be there for the employees and all of that. 
So um, a few years ago in 2019, I was looking online for just ways to make extra money online. Mm-hmm. At the time, I was doing a lot of nannying and babysitting. <laughs> and to be honest, I just didn't want to be a nanny anymore. I didn't want to do any more babysitting. I wanted to do something at home. I wanted to do just something away for me to make extra money and extra cash um, after my nine to five or on the weekends. And I did the whole Google thing, you know, how to make money online or side hustles to online. Um, And I fell upon the world of being a virtual assistant. And I was like, ooh, this looks cool. What is this? And my eyes were opened to this online world of uh, being a virtual assistant. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. And I started working as a VA just on the side. I was still working my corporate job. And as I started working in the online space and taking on more VA clients, I became more and more obsessed with the idea of being a business owner and less excited about my corporate nine to five job. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I grew my business and I loved being able to have the freedom to work with the people I wanted to work and create the business that I wanted to create. And I was, I told myself, I was like, you know what, I'm just, I'm going to do it. I, I committed to myself. I was like, I'm going to go Full on head first, I was able to scale my business to the point where I was able to leave my nine to five. And then from there, I learned how to use all of my HR skills and all of the skills I learned in my corporate job in my online business and in my virtual assistant business. And then I eventually pivoted to an online business manager type of role. And now I am a coach for virtual service providers and help. VAs and OBMs and just all virtual service providers launch, scale, and grow their businesses. Oh, that's awesome. So so how did TikTok become part of your story? Like, where does that come in? Yeah. So funny enough, I had no intention of ever being on TikTok. So I think it was in the middle of lockdown, like when everything was closed, Um, I downloaded the TikTok app. (laughs) I think like a lot of people did during that quarantine time. Guilty, yes. (laughs) And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do that. I'm, um, you know what? I'm just going to download the app, see what it's all about. Um, I had no intention of posting or even having any sort of ideas on how I could use it for my business. But when I started on TikTok and I downloaded the app and I started watching um, the videos and content and what other people were posting, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna post about my day-to-day. And as I was posting, I realized that there were so many other people that had no idea about the online space and how they could be a virtual assistant, either as a side hustle or as their full-time source of income. So as I continued to post and as I continued to tell people my story and to share my life, uh, more and more people 
more and more people were like, oh my gosh, I had no idea that this was even a thing, that um, I could be a virtual assistant or that I could use my skills that I have in my nine to five and be able to make money online. So as I continued to post, I really was able to grow this community and grow my brand and then use it as learn how to use it as leverage as a marketing tool in my business. Oh, that's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah, I totally downloaded um, and became obsessed with TikTok during the shutdown. Um, but I have thus removed it from my phone because I was wasting <laughs> too much time. <laughs> I was spending too much time on it, but I'm excited to, to sort of pick your brain about it and see how you use it in your business and, and hopefully help inspire um, some of our listeners today. So for people who don't know what TikTok is, if you're living you know, under a rock and don't know what it is, can you sort of explain what it is? Yeah. So TikTok is a short form video sharing social media app. So the videos that are on TikTok, they're posted by different users. They're between 15 minutes and I'm sorry, 15 seconds and three minutes long. And they're short form videos. So different from YouTube where people will post long videos, um, TikTok is primarily used as a short form video sharing app. Yeah, I love that. And, and you know, I remember when I first uh, opened it up and was looking around. I mean, you, there's kind of a learning curve, right? Like you kind of have to figure out that sort of language and like the shortcuts and all that stuff. You know, did you find it hard after you like joined? You know what? I did. There definitely is a learning curve. Like I tell everyone who's just getting on TikTok, like anything, it's new. And if it's new, it's a little bit scary. But start with watching videos and looking at other people's content and just getting to know the app. When I first started making videos, gosh, it would take me so long to edit and post my videos. Um, but now I've really sped up the process and gotten comfortable in the app. And now I can post content within five to 10 minutes. Oh, but it awesome. wasn't like that in the beginning. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. I would, you know, I would really like to hear like how, you know, you've used the platform in your own business to get, have you gotten new business from it? Have you got more virtual assistants? How, how have you used it to grow your business? Yeah. So when I was on TikTok and started growing my audience, I realized that so many people didn't know how to start their own virtual assistant business or a virtual service-based business. So I asked people, what can I do to help serve you? Or what do you want to see from me? Or what content do you like will best serve you? Or are you most interested in? And when I asked that question, I got so much great feedback. Um, they said, we want a masterclass, like a training on how to become a virtual assistant. So that's now my um, opt-in or that's the, like a way that I get people into my community. Um, I also have a low ticket offer, a blueprint on how to launch your VA business. Um, so all of these different things that I've launched have primarily come from my TikTok audience telling me how I can best serve them and what they want to see from me. Gosh, that's awesome. So you like take it to the people and they give you feedback right away. A hundred percent. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So did you have any like aha moments where you're like, oh my God, this is crazy. Like this is working. Um, it's 
my first viral video, I think <laughs> I went viral and my eyes just completely opened to positive to both the positive and the negatives of going viral. Uh, the positives being, you know, I got people on my email list. People were reaching out, wanting to work with me. I was getting so much visibility and exposure. And then the negative side of things, you know, I got some hate and I got some negative comments. But I think when I first went viral, I was like, this is a really cool way to get myself in front of new people. With Instagram, it's harder with the algorithm, even with a Discover page, even with Reels to get seen in front of a new audience. With the TikTok algorithm and the way that TikTok is set up, TikTok wants to push your content to new faces and to new people. So it's a lot easier to be seen and discovered on TikTok right now than it is to be on to be found on Instagram and yeah. other similar platforms. Yeah. I mean, that's the crazy part is, you know, this is a wedding photography podcast, right? So primarily wedding photographers listen, and we all feel this pain. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know, it's like, a, it's like, a, I don't know how to explain it. It's like at one point, you know, you want to share your work. So it's just static photos, but Instagram has made it really hard for static photos to be seen, you know? So no one really sees your posts unless they're like epic photos all the time, which is hard. It's a hard thing to live up to. And then you have reels and TikTok, but TikTok seems to be the place and even reels on Instagram, you know, which is like the step, you know, like is the, I don't know, Instagram is stealing TikTok for sure. You know, it's just sort of like, that's where you need to, that's what you need to use to be seen. So it's so nice to hear that you like really dove into it and like TikTok has been rewarding your effort and your, you know, um, hustle in a way. Oh, yes. And one thing that I love about TikTok too, is that there's always something to post in the way that TikTok likes viral videos and trends and they want you to get on the trends and use the trending sounds. So it's in a way easier to come up with content because, um, I mean, granted, you can't always just be posting trends, but if you do get into this con like stuck where you're not sure what to post, where you have this content funk, um, you can look at other trends that are happening on TikTok and look for ways to make them your own and ask yourself, okay, how can this fit into my own niche? Um, how, like without dancing, right? Yeah. <laughs> how can I make this my own and how can I put my own twist onto this viral sound or viral trend? I love that. So now that we know what TikTok is, everyone who is listening, you know, how can someone, you know, who's in the wedding industry use this app for their business? I would say just start posting content to start. <laughs> start posting your day-to-day, -day, start posting what it's like to work with you, start posting tips and tricks, anything that you would post on Instagram or Reels, see if you can make it into a TikTok. Mm -hmm. I use the three content pillars to like, my three content pillars are to inform, inspire, and engage. 
So if your videos are informing or if they're inspirational or if they're engaging or relatable, that's the type of content that does really well on TikTok. So even things like what it's like to work with you or um, what to look out for when hiring a wedding photographer, things like that do really, really well on TikTok, especially the relatable content. And you pick, and you said something before that, like I wanted to ask, like, do we have to dance on TikTok? <laughs> no, I probably have danced maybe one. T- I've made hundreds of videos, <laughs> and I haven't gotten to the dancing point yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but not to like. Also, this brings up a good point too. Like, you really also want to be yourself, and if dancing is not your thing, then don't feel like you need to dance on TikTok to be successful or to have a viral video. It's all about being yourself and it's all about showing up true and authentic to who you are. And those are the videos that do well. Um, I am not a dancer. (laughs) Uh, I haven't gotten that far yet, Um, but it could be fun too. I also feel like TikTok is a little less, in my opinion, a little less intimidating than Instagram Mm -hmm. um, and other social media platforms. I feel like the community on TikTok um, is a lot more accepting and supportive. And on Instagram, I feel like there's this, um, I don't know what the right word is, but this expectation for your feed to be perfect and for you to have a perfect caption and for you to show up in this perfect way. But TikTok is not like that. It's just showing up true and authentic and real and raw. And that's what people want to see. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, it's hard for well, someone like myself, you know, I could just speak from my own point of view, but you know, like, like Instagram for me needs to look a certain way aesthetically, to attract the right client, but a TikTok, you can show up messy hair, no makeup. And it's like, fine, you know, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I do. And that's what I do like it. And, you know, what do you think about, or what are your thoughts on, you know, trends on TikTok that come over to reels? Like, do you do both or do you just concentrate on TikTok? So my audience is primarily on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just my own personal business, but I do think that there is a missed opportunity if you're not posting your content to reels and then vice versa. If you're not posting your reels to TikTok, mm-hmm. uh, you already have the video. It's already in that short form format. Why not post it to TikTok? Why not post it to reels? If it's already there and it's already made ready to go. Um, I do think it's a missed opportunity if you're not posting it to both platforms. Yeah. And there's a thing I know Instagram said that if your reel has a TikTok logo, it won't be seen. Um, yes. yeah. So, so like, do you use like, how do you make your TikToks? Like, do you do it in the app or do you use a third party? Yeah, I do everything in the TikTok app. Okay. And then what I will do is before I post my TikTok, I will screen record the preview um, because then it captures the sound and it captures the video without the watermark. And then I will then post it to Reels from there. That's awesome. Good tip, you guys. Write that down. Very good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, happy to help. Yeah. So, you know, what are you said you had three pillars of like content that you create? Like, how did you come up with that? 
And maybe that would help inspire people listening for, you know, wedding professionals, like what kind of content should they create? Yeah. So inform is my first pillar. And you, I, when I think about pillars too, just before I get into the three pillars, it's really having a mix of all three. Um, but informing my audience, telling them how they can start their own business, um, how to deal with maybe, you know, red flag clients, um, tips and tricks. I just did a video recently on busting VA myths, like common myths about becoming a virtual assistant. So a lot of my content on TikTok, I'll use to inform my audience. And um, when I inform my audience, because it is short form, sometimes what I will do is I will break up my videos into series. So I will do a part one or a part two, and then um, it keeps the user coming back, right? And they'll follow you, hopefully, (laughs) to see your next parts in your series, So thinking about the inform pillar, really using that as an educational tool to help educate my audience um, and serve them as as best as I can in that short form video content. I think yesterday I posted a video. um, It was five tools that I use in my business every single day. It was quick and easy to the point And it showed all of the tools that I use in my business every single day. um, And that would fall under the inform pillar. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, The second pillar that I have is inspire. Um, I really, really feel like I want to, at least for my own personal brand and what I've created, I want to inspire others to and show them that they can start their own business and they can use the experience that they have to start their own online business. Um, Because I felt like I couldn't, (laughs) I felt like it would never be possible for me. So I use the inspire pillar to talk about my story, to talk about how far I've come in the last few years to talk about my personal growth and my business growth, to use that platform as an inspiration to others and use that um, those videos to show others what's possible because I feel like that personally aligns with me and my brand. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And exactly. the last, yeah. My last one is engage, which I really think goes a lot along with like the trend videos and um, making sure that your videos are relatable. You can have some, you know, relatable videos in there, some funny ones, Um, just really showing who you are and being yourself and getting your audience to engage with you. And um, following trends is an easy one to fall into that category. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm so inspired. I feel like (laughs) you left your HR corporate cushy job and created this whole business and you're using TikTok to to fuel it and to keep it current and relevant and like you're educating people and you're inspiring people it's so amazing like it's i love living in this time and age right like who our parents would never have created their own like online business you know <laughs> i mean yeah. like they would have st- they would have stayed at that corporate job till they died you know like till they had to retire like i just i love it Yeah. You know, what's funny too, is if you would have asked anyone a few years ago, if I would ever be posting on TikTok, they would have said, Rebecca, 
no way that is crazy <laughs> she would never be caught dead posting on tiktok and a few years later gosh they are all shocked shocked <laughs> that i've come this far in my own journey so <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome so how many like clients do you have like is your for VAing? like do you do you have your own set of clients and then you help other people like what does that look like yeah, so I do have I have kept my my favorite clients, <laughs> my favorite uh, VA clients that I still do some virtual assisting and online business manager work for. Um, but now I primarily am a coach. I have a membership, so I have a membership that supports virtual service providers. And I have guest expert trainings and live coaching calls. And I really built this awesome community of entrepreneurs, really just supporting each other and being there through the journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have my membership and then I also have some um, group coaching programs that I am running right now um, about how to scale your virtual assistant or virtual service provider business. And then I also have some retreats that I am planning for 2022 that is going to be in person, which I'm so excited about, hopefully cross your fingers for um, virtual service providers and other entrepreneurs who want and crave that in-person feeling and that in-person networking and nurturing and um, those type of events again. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And community. I think everybody misses community, you know, being with other people and then being with other people that you're in the same business with. I just was at a uh, photography conference. It was the first one, obviously, in two years. And it was just so nice to be in a room with other wedding photographers and, you know, be with your comrades, you know, be with your friends and be like, hey, how's it going? And we survived this and here we are. And yeah, that'll be so nice for people to get together. Exactly. It's yeah. a community. It really is. So I wanted to ask you about, you meant you touched on this before you went viral and then you had some negative comments and you had some trolls. Like what, how do you respond to that stuff? Like, what did you do? You know what? It was a learning process for me because I had never experienced get, getting hate like that or some trolls like that before. Um, but I have to remember when that happens is you are not for everyone and everyone is not for you. Mm-hmm. And I personally delete the comments. I block the users. Mm-hmm. I've learned I don't need them. I don't need to see them. They're not doing any good to my page. This is not the page. My like this is not someone I want in my community. Um, so I am block friendly. I will remove you. I will delete the comment and then I will be done with it. Nice. Um, if it is a prior client, which has never happened before, I've never, you know, had a prior like client, you know, say anything negative, but in that situation, I would definitely address it and leave a comment back saying, Hey, like, let's reach out. Let's connect. I'm sorry you felt this way. Luckily, that hasn't happened yet, but if anyone is going to be on TikTok and that does happen where it's a previous client who hasn't had a great experience, I don't think that you should delete the comment. I think commenting and saying, let's connect in a polite, professional manner is definitely the best way to go. Yeah. And that's your HR side kicking in. <laughs> it is. You're right. <laughs> it totally is. 
But totally. if it's hate, delete, block, no problem. Yeah, I love it. No, it's, it's true. And people, you know, I know a lot of people get worried about bad reviews on sites and stuff, but I will tell you this, that why well, do I personally do not have any, but I have friends that have received a couple and here and there, and it's when they respond in a polite and uh, thoughtful manner, they actually get clients because they see how they respond in that sort of um, space. You know, people are like, oh, I liked how you responded to that client. So sometimes it's not a bad thing. You know, you got to come from it yeah. from a different way. I think so too. Yeah. So I would love, and T with Janae, we're all about actionable tips, tangible advice. And I would love for you to share maybe three takeaways for using TikTok for small business owners, you know, in the wedding industry, you know, what three things maybe they could focus on today to get them started, uh, hopefully today or tomorrow. Yeah, I'd love to share. So I think the first thing is just get started. I know it seems really scary. It's a new platform, but hop on TikTok, start by just watching content and make a list of ideas of what you could be posting about. But the hardest part is getting started. And I think that's what holds a lot of people back. So download the app, just get started. It'll get easier. Um, but start now, especially because TikTok is growing every single day and new, new users are being added to the app every single day. So it's really important to start posting your content on TikTok as soon as possible. Yeah. Um, and then the second piece of advice that I would have um, is that just remember, no one is perfect, right? Like it is a skill. If you've never been a video editor before, <laughs> it's give yourself that learning curve and that opportunity to learn something new. And not only that, to have fun with it. TikTok is such a fun app. Take the pressure off of showing up perfect, of, you know, wanting this perfect viral video. Just be who you are and show up true and authentic to yourself. And you will cultivate that community and that audience that's looking to follow you. I love that. Yeah. And I guess the thing is, what if, I mean... My question is, what if you put all this effort into it and you're doing the videos and you're not resonating with anyone or they're not that you want to go viral, but maybe you're just not reaching anyone new. Do you have any maybe thoughts about that? Like, should they try something new? Is it time to give up? Like, what do you think? Definitely don't give up. I think that there's things that you can do. Give it a, like a fair chance, you know, a month or two to actually see if you're growing on TikTok to monitor your metrics and stuff like that. But there are things that you can do like switching up your hashtags, right? So that's one thing you can do to make sure that you're being seen on hashtag pages with smaller um, hashtags on them. Um, another thing you can do is um, kind of reviewing what did well and what didn't do well. So what videos did do well and what videos maybe had less views? Um, and then looking to see why the videos that did well, what was different about those videos, and then going from there. Mm -hmm. um, another key thing to remember, which is I always tell anyone looking to get into TikTok and Reels too, to be honest, is if your video is being seen by more followers than like views, 
I consider that a viral piece of content oh. and that's considered a win. That's awesome. Why? Yeah. Why do you say that? Because more people, more of your own. Shown, yeah, because you're being shown to ultimately you're being shown to new people, right? So if yeah. you have 100 followers, but you're being shown to 500 followers, that's still 400 new people that are being shown your video. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So there's always something to, to aspire to and look forward to and hopefully achieve, right? Yeah, exactly. And have fun with it. You know, it really truly is the app of the future. And this is the way that social media is going and marketing is going. So familiar, familiarizing yourself with the platform and short form video content. Um, it's familiarize yourself with it now because I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah. Get on, get on the train now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rebecca, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for being here. I, I love talking about TikTok and reels and marketing and all this good stuff. And I'm sure you've helped inspire a bunch of new people today with today's show. So let's tell everybody, I know you kind of mentioned in the middle, but let's tell everybody where they can find out more about you, your services, work with you and say hello online. Yeah, so I am on TikTok. <laughs> uh, my handle is virtual assistant coach. And I am also on Instagram. My handle is work with Becca. And my website is workwithbecca.com. And feel free to chat with me in the DMs on Instagram. I love chatting all things TikTok, all things growing your virtual service based business, um, all things social media. So don't be afraid to reach out. Yeah, definitely. And all this information is in the show notes. You guys can swipe on up, click on the links and tell Rebecca that you listened to today's show. And don't forget to follow her on TikTok so you can find out more about her three pillars and get inspired. And do you do the, do you talk in the DMs on TikTok? Sometimes the DMs get missed on okay. TikTok. So okay. definitely Instagram if you're looking to send me a message. Okay, perfect. All right. Instagram for DMs, TikTok for content. <laughs> Yes. Perfect. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Rebecca, for being here. This was such an amazing episode and hopefully you come back soon. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun and I love chatting. Well, that's it, you guys. I hope you liked today's episode. I want to give a big shout out and a huge thank you to Rebecca for taking the time to chat with us. I hope you guys go out there, create your TikTok accounts, and get busy making some fun TikToks. Um, if you guys want to find out more about Rebecca, you can click on the show notes. Let her know you listened to today's episode. And I can't wait to share our next cup of tea together. Bye, you guys. <laughs>